Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another bite-sized political podcast. And, uh, you know, I wanted to just talk a little bit about the Gary Lineker BBC situation. I know it's been flogged to death, and uh, apologies if uh, if you think this unnecessary, but it's pretty obvious this morning that the um, this whole issue is moving to some kind of resolution. Gary Lineker will be back on the BBC presenting Match of the Day with his celebrity pals, Alan Shearer and uh, uh, Ian Wright, and undoubtedly Alex Scott and the rest of the uh, extremely wealthy BBC lovies uh, will have made their point. I think the most that will happen is there'll be some kind of um, tightening of uh, guidelines but ultimately, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's reasonable to say uh, that the accommodation that will be found that will enable Lineker to go back on air is one that's in Lineker's favour. So he, continued to, he can continue tweeting his, uh, the garbage that he likes to put out. Um, he can continue to call the government Nazis. He can continue to do all the usual stuff that Gary specializes in with his pro-migrant uh, rants, et cetera, et cetera. He can do all that. That's all super duper fine. And the rest of us just have to suck it up. Well, I don't know really what you think about this. My, my own instincts are that, um, as I said at the beginning of this, the BBC think in exactly the same way as Gary Lineker. So no one should be surprised that they've come to some kind of an arrangement together. The only thing that was awkward about this was fundamentally it gained unwelcome publicity. Uh, and Gary was therefore exposed, if only briefly and if only on social media, by people pointing out the hypocrisy. But I, you know, in a way, I do feel very deflated about it because, for example, on Saturday night, match of the day, the, the token match of the day that they put out gained half a million viewers without Gary Lineker on it or Alan Shearer or Ian Wright. We didn't need them. Half a million extra views, apparently, is what it got. So surely that's a reason for never having them back. Surely that's a reason for sacking them all. Surely that's a reason for getting best value for the licensed taxpayer. But of course, the BBC doesn't remotely care about that. They agree in principle, I'm sure, with what Gary Lineker say. And all that they're, they're, they're in the process of doing, I, I would think, is um, finding a way to get the right words in the contract so that it's made clear that Gary is an independent contractor, can say what he wants. And on, on our side of things, I've, I've seen a lot in the last several days as well. I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, so much for you free speech uh, champions. You know, one minute you're saying, oh, free speech, free speech. And then you're demanding Gary Lineker lose his right of free speech. And, and some of that's kind of disheartened me because I think it's not a free speech issue. This is, does someone on the tax, on the licensed taxpayer payroll have the right to offend the views of a, 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 at least a percentage of that licensed taxpayer base? And I don't think that he, can, he has. I think Gary Lineker should be allowed to tweet whatever he wants. And I also think that if we don't want to pay the license tax, we should be allowed not to pay the license tax because we don't like the political opinions being expressed by some of those individuals on that, on that license tax payer funded platform. And is that not a fair deal? So Gary can tweet all he wants. He gets all that freedom. 
even though, for example, back in September 2022, or when I was, 2020, when I was taken off uh, Twitter, Gary Lineker was one of those who delighted at my removal. That's right, Gary. Um, and uh, so even though Gary didn't uh, uh, want free speech for people like me, uh, quite a few people on our side of the track seem to want free speech for Gary Lineker, unconditional free speech. But they don't seem to understand that the BBC licence tax changes the issue. And that's why some of us have said, sack them all. And I think, and I could be wrong on this one, but I think a substantial number of people would agree with my view, which is to say, let Gary Lineker tweet what he wants, but let him lose his job with the BBC. And Ian Wright and the rest of them who are in breach of contract, I would have thought, for refusing to do their jobs. You see, the reality is the BBC is a vast left-wing cabal. That's what, it, that's what, I mean, it's much, much worse than whether or not they think that the Conservatives are, are Nazis. I mean, the, the BBC has some very, very strange, aberrant, abominable views. Uh, so it's not just about this issue that I've got contention with the BBC. But as I say, in a way, it's all been a storm in a teacup. In a way, uh, Lineker and the BBC, you know, they're two halves of the same pea. Uh, so you can expect them to think the same. And therefore, the way it was blown up in this way uh, has been interesting because it's exposed to me just how deeply embedded leftism, Marxism is within the BBC, open all borders, uh, you know, uh, how, how a core belief it is within the BBC. And the problem is that because of the way this has been handled by the BBC, all of those virtuals, virtue signaling non-entities who present these BBC sports programmes will be emboldened and feel even stronger. And I find that, I don't know about you, a pretty depressing outcome. Thanks for listening.